Hello, we're chat with Pat fans, and welcome to episode two. Gee whiz, do I have a big show for you today. My guest is the prospect Rowan Marshall, a local Portland boy who is one of the youngest, brightest stars in the AFL today. A runner-up in the Trevor Barkle Medal for 2019 and an all-round legend. Rojo is one of the best there is, and I hope you all enjoy this episode, guys. Please feel free to subscribe, like, hit me up in the DMs for another guest, and give me any feedback you want. This one's an absolute belter. Listeners, Snake Edwards on the recorder here. This one's a belter. Big fella, Rojo, welcome to the show, mate, and thank you uh, for reaching out and letting me, I guess, interview and, and interviewing you and jumping on the podcast. I appreciate your support. Thanks for having yeah. me, Pat boy. Um, Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the facilities here, just to quickly touch base on, is amazing. So we're here at Moorabbin for the listeners, and um, yeah, it's and we're joking around about how much it probably helps a bit more compared to Seaford, but I can't leave these facilities. It's unreal. Yeah, unreal. Um, it's been, yeah, definitely Heifer and Seaford. Seaford is a bit of a hole, but... Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful good. part it, of it. <laughs> what do you mean? It's, it's good being back here in Moorabbin, and um, yeah, love love every bit. Yeah, yeah. Every so, bit of it. Yeah, and um, first game the other night um, versus the Hawks. Yep. Yeah, how'd you pull up? I know practice matches can be a bit hard, especially just getting the game conditioning. How'd you go? Yeah, not too bad. Um, it sort of it took me a while to get going, but I think I sort of got a bit more into it in the second half. But um, yeah, it was a good hit out for the boys. Um it's just good to come up against some opposition rather than smashing, rather than smashing into your yeah. teammates like it's been all pre-season. But um, yeah, really good. Obviously, we got the five new recruits, and um, you know all those boys played except for Jonesy, and everyone played pretty well. Mm. And um, yes, yeah, it, it was good to get the first hit out out of the way. Yeah, yeah, and that's the first thing that getting the first hit out of the way, and then getting in routine and getting hardened. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It was a good game hit out, and you said before on the way here it was. A bit of an old country country <laughs> footy game feel. Yeah, it was. It, um, it was awesome playing here in Moorabbin. Um, just reminded me of back home at Hanlon Park in the old Portland Tigers days. But um, yeah, it was pretty cool after after the game, seeing like all the beer beer cans on the hill and all that sort of stuff. Cordials. Copping a, copping a bit of abuse during the game. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, it was awesome atmosphere. <laughs> and now if we, yeah, you touched on back at Portland, so holds a good place you are you're a double 305 boy and your journey through footy um if you want to go back there and i'm sure not many people well some people listen to this um will know but share for other viewers listeners what they you know may not know about your journey and how hard it non-traditional i guess of a pathway was into the afl football um yeah it was really really tough i guess as a junior um you probably know i was never that good as a junior makes two of us man um but yeah the old so it started back at Heathmere um lucky enough to win a couple of flags there um still the best game of I've ever been involved in, involved in was um against South in the under 16 junior granny okay so we're two minutes 46 seconds in and we've already mentioned that so Taylor Vaughan but yeah yeah it was um it was tough so I guess I didn't really sort of um, get noticed until I was probably 17, I reckon, my top age Heathmere year. Um, never sort of played under-18s or anything. And then Jock Whiting sort of 
um, invited me to come down to the Rebels pre-season um, just in Hamilton. So, um, yeah, it was it was a pretty big move travelling down there sort of two nights a week to train with all the other rural boys and then um, somehow ended up on the Rebels list, which I, which I couldn't believe. Um, it was sort of, yeah, a big 12 months and it was hard at the time juggling with year 12 and that sort of stuff. Um, so I sort of... Once I made it onto the list, I used to have to travel down to Ballarat one night a week, um, Thursday afternoon, to sort of have to train and everything. Have to leave school at lunchtime, miss miss my uh, free periods in the afternoon. Dad would like often knock off work um, to drive me to Warnable to catch a bus with the other boys, and then um, I'd get the bus back to Warnable and he'd be waiting there for me at about like ten at night. So um, huge commitment from mum and dad. Um, and then, yeah, lucky enough to make it on the Rebels. Missed out on getting drafted when I was 19. Um, I was probably a pretty good chance. I got invited to the National Combine and that sort of stuff, but um, probably met with, I think, 12 different clubs, but the sort of advice I got was I was too skinny at the time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just put a, put a lot of work in the gym and bulked up a bit over those next two years. And then, yeah, I was lucky enough to get picked up by the Saints in the rookie yeah. draft in 2015, I think it was, pick number 10. And throughout those years where they told you you weren't, well, not probably not good enough, you probably had the talent, but not big enough and getting criticism like that, like I couldn't have blamed you. And most people said, oh, nah, stuff this. Maybe footy's not for me. Maybe I could just go back and play bush footy yeah. and, you know, finish my degree or whatever. But there's a lot of great resilience and keeping moving forward and you've finally reaped the rewards with St Kilda giving you a look. How was that night when you picked up your phone and oh, been selected? Yeah, it was unbelievable. Um, it was one of the... I've never seen Dad cry before and that was the only time I've <laughs> seen Don. him cry. Now, for listeners who don't know Rowan's dad, he's the size of rhinoceros. <laughs> he's a big boy. <laughs> I'll never forget your dad. Um he took a training session. I think I was bottom age under 18s. I'm not sure. I think he might have been still under juniors. But Don was down there. And, um, I remember Chunk. I think this is the year we, we won the flag, 2012. And he goes, okay, Don Marshall's coming here to um, show us some tackling routines because your old boy's from New Zealand rugby and background, rugby background. Yep. And I remember, <laughs> have you seen, um, you know, remember that footage of Andrew Hooper where he's bumping all the kids on yeah, the back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a little bit like that, except for no one wanted to go near Don. <laughs> <laughs> After he was showing up, come, and he's like, come at me, and I'm like, oh, I'm good, mate, I'm good. So, yeah, seeing your old boy cry, that would have been a very proud moment for him and, and obviously your mum, Jim. Yeah, I think mum was um, working at the time as well at Bayview College. Um, so she, I think from memory, she come home and she hadn't heard the news. So she walked in the door and she wasn't even there at the time. So five minutes um, after I'd been drafted, she sort of found out and she was over the moon as well as... Um, as well as Leighton and Ollie, so um, yeah, still one of the best days of my life. Did you at all think, as we touched on before, that maybe this isn't for me at one moment? Yeah, or? yeah, definitely. Um, I think probably after I missed out on getting drafted, I was, I was really sort of pissed off and down in the dumps and that sort of thing, and it was tough that sort of that month. Um, but then, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I sort of. It's always been my dream to end up on an AFL list and it's always been in my mind and that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, hit the gym pretty hard with Chris Radford, Radders in ah, yeah. Ballarat. Right. Um, he put together, like, a really good program and, um, yeah, eventually built up strength. And even in VFL, like, that, that sort of – those next two years was the most frustrating bit because you're, you're versing AFL-listed players 
but your VFL standalone, and I don't know, some it's unbelievable. Like some yeah. of the blokes that get picked up, some like, frustrations, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the blokes that get picked up, like I don't know, they they might have one or two good traits, like their speed or something, but they can't play footy. So like that's the most frustrating thing that you're playing against these blokes every week. It's and a big thing now. Like, yeah, the athletes are getting yeah. instead of the high footy IQ boys, the genuine. Yeah, and, yeah. and there's so many good like state league players oh, out yeah. there. So even Hamden and Ballarat yeah. footy boys, you think. You know, I run around with, how is this bloke not on a list? Yeah, 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 exactly. And um, it is, it's, yeah, it was definitely a tough journey from mm. Portland. I definitely think there's some good talent coming, like Harris Jennings and that yeah. sort of stuff from Portland. He's a jet, but mm. um, yeah, it's, yeah it's, it was tough. So I had to sort of shift to Ballarat yeah. and make footy my focus. And yeah, it was lucky enough it worked out. Yeah, and Sebastopol Footy Club, yep. they were a great influence as well, not just only the Portland Footy Club, but I guess they were your home away from home in that sense. Yeah, yeah, they were awesome. Um, I sort of, I wasn't sure whether to, what sort of club to go to. Um, Jared Fitzgerald was a coach at the time of the North Ballarat Roosters and sort of said, because um, that was when we were still aligned with North Melbourne, so Braden Proust sort of, um, yeah, was taking my spot every week sort of thing so um i had to spend a year at sebas and yeah it was a great year mm. it was one of the best years of my life sort of at uni um great times yeah going out wednesday night the bluey and that sort of stuff <laughs> what do the you old mean? uni nights and then um yeah you'd, you'd play for sebas on um saturday or sunday and great club loved loved everyone there and um yeah, the functions are good fun, and yeah, 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 I, and, yeah. I love bush footy. <laughs> oh, bush footy's the best, yeah. isn't it? It's, it's great yeah. fun. So you've been drafted to St Kilda. Those, I guess, those early few months to first year, that would have been quite, I guess, nerve wracking. And you might have thought, you know, it could have been good to just, you know, lay down the hatchets and say, well, oh, my job's done. I've made it to the AFL. I can say I do that, but head down, bum up. Was yeah, it from down on? Yeah, definitely. Um, I was still pretty raw when I come come into the club. Um, it's yeah it's a massive shock when you sort of walk through the door and really you know really introduces yourself uh introduces himself yeah. to you and um yeah you, you sort of yeah you get taken back a bit but then you realize <laughs> at the end of the day they're just like normal blokes like you and i sort of thing so um yeah there's a, a lot of good people at the club and it was um yeah that first pre-season was pretty tough um you know, it's just getting used to the routine. So, like, we'd be training four four times a week in pre-season yeah. and then um, doing weights and all that sort of stuff. And I'd just come home and just sleep on the couch yeah. for, like, two hours. I was, I was absolutely cooked. But, um, yeah, it was good. Blake Akers really sort of took me under his wing. I lived with Blake Akers and Jason Holmes. Holmesy as well was really good and sort of, um, you know, taught me how to live, I don't know, I guess a professional sort of lifestyle. Yeah. And, um yeah, it was good. Just had a house in Cheltenham and I loved, yeah, the first yeah, year was so really was fun. A, yeah, the first year. So you didn't play any games in your first year? Uh, you? I played one, one, one towards the end of the year. I um, debuted against Sydney up there and then I was meant to play the following week against Port Adelaide but got oh, pulled out about 20 that. minutes before the bounce. Yeah. It was a bit of a balls up actually because um, <laughs> Dad's work flew dad and like Leighton and stuff over and like Jeez. got him a corporate box and all that sort of stuff because um, it was my second game of footy and then I got pulled out so uh. <laughs> I think he ended up just getting pissed and then flew, <laughs> home, the, flew home the next day. Oh, I reckon he could put down about 48 40 or something. <laughs> uh, Leighton would have been 
bit underage or yeah, yeah. I think he was underage yeah, at the time. We don't condone <laughs> underage drinking on here. No, of course um, not. So yeah, that first year comes by and then now the, the second year which was last year. Uh, uh yes. Yeah, so I believe. Oh, so um sorry, third third year was yeah. last year. So again was second building that foundation again. Um, yeah. Second year was tough because I didn't I don't know. I didn't really have a set position. I was sort of yeah. a tall forward. Yeah, they they weren't sure what to do with that. Richo was yep. here. And yep. Yeah, Richo was here, and um, it yeah, Brucey was playing good. For, there was Brucey Skunk, and they didn't sort of want to go too tall on the forward line. Yeah. So, um, and they were playing some good footy, so it was hard to sort of get a look in. I think I played. What did I play my second year? Maybe like twelve games, maybe twelve or thirteen games, and then um. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, I didn't really have a position, but sort of inconsistent a little bit. And then, was um, it because of, of that, you reckon? Like, uh, we don't want to. Yeah, maybe, but I don't know. I, was, I felt like I was playing some good VFL footy, just couldn't sort of get a yeah. look in. Um, and then, you know, I'd sort of get dropped and come back into this team. It was sort of, yeah, a pretty difficult year. But then, um, yeah, just had a really good pre-season at the end of that year and set me up for a, a big year yeah. last year. Yeah, the, yeah the, the big, the, the blowout where <laughs> you really put your, your force on the, the competition. Um, so last year came around and I guess you probably even grew even more and did that belief grow when I guess they, because I, th- I think I was reading, they, they just said, you know, you're a ruckman now. Yeah. You know, we're yeah. making you a ruckman. This is what you're going to do. This is what we want from you. Did your belief grow then? From yeah, the- yeah, it, it did. Um, I sort of, got to pre-season and had a conversation with Richo early on and he said oh you know that n- number one ruck roll sort of up for grabs this year and we think like you can be the man to sort of um to take it and it um yeah I just focused on getting a lot stronger because I was a forward um so I had to put on a bit more muscle again <laughs> um and then I've always my, one of my strengths has always been my running, so I didn't want to put on too much muscle that made me slower. Mm. So um, I had to keep a good tank and um, missed out on getting picked round one. Um, Lewis Pierce was a ruckman at, t- yeah. at the time, and then I think he got injured and position opened up round two, and then, um, yeah, never looked back since. Yeah, I, just, I love it in the ruck, yeah. yeah. Is it – you mentioned it's like, you know, it's a weird competition in the ruck, I guess. It's because it's one spot on the list and yep. three or four blokes, maybe up to five or six few blokes pinch hitting. Yeah. Is it a bit harder when you go on the training ground, you know, well, this bloke's fine from his spot. Yeah. Yeah, it is tough. Um, yeah, it's that only position on the ground yeah. where, um, you know, it's 1v1. Yeah. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, if you're walk, walking off the ground, you've either beaten your opponent or you've lost to him sort yeah. of thing. So I love that sort of challenge and going out there week in, week out, trying to, um, yeah, match it against the bigger boys like Gorn and yeah. Grundy. I love that sort of challenge. But um, yeah, there's a there's a lot of sort of build up during the week, watching their vision and um, trying to sort of nullify their strengths and yeah, yeah, midfield, work on your own game. Yeah, yeah. on ballers go. I guess they mix through on each other. But Ruckman, yep. you know, you got this yeah. bloke. I yeah, know, I know. <laughs> I'm on this big. I'm on big. You know, Brody Grundy or Max Gorn, and I yeah. know that. Well, that's who I've got. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. One on one. Yeah, it is. And the one thing that AFL have done well is that the rules, they changed the ruck rules. Do you think that helped you a little bit with how you played? Um, yeah, it did, definitely. So, um, 
Well, they, they've changed that you can grab it out of the rock yeah. now, and that's probably one of my strengths. So oh, Benny Malcolm loves that. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Benny. Um, yeah, it is. It's great because you know it's almost like a marking. Co- so the boundary throw-ins is almost like a marking contest. So the um, boundary umpire will throw the ball in, and I just see it as like someone's kicked me the footy uh, sort of thing. That's interesting. Um, jostling your other ruckman out of the way and then you almost just grab it and if you can get it going forward then that's a win but if not you just give it off to the midfielders and let them do their thing but um, yeah that was that was probably one of my strengths last year just grabbing out of the ruck and gets you a few extra touches every day (laughs) (laughs) feel the stat sheet yeah they're fantasy people love you that's what I assume because you were at one point I don't know if you knew he's the uh, highest champion data ranked player i think in the league or something yeah like that, yeah i did point. i did say that <laughs> <laughs> so I'll that's where it. that thing has come from rowan's thinking the fairness did you have yourself in your own team no i did not have a team mate <laughs> oh. okay let's we'll see what you say later off air um so you're talking about Brody grundy and max gorn are they two of the hardest opponents or is anyone else that's probably um, surprised you yeah there's a lot of sort of underrated ruckman out there i think goldstein's really good as well yeah. um goldstein and stefan martin is pretty challenging um but i think yeah they're they're sort of the two that are the best ruckman in the league in my opinion do they offer something different against um yeah so grundy's really good around the ground yeah um he's pretty strong as well whereas um max runs really good sort of patterns and he's he's a really good mark he's good in center bound so they're both different but yeah both pretty effective yeah apparently big steph martin deadlifts something ridiculous Apparently in Brisbane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's a huge boy. <laughs> he's he's shredded boy, as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, speaking on on the field, are you? Um, but they they know you as you're pretty much the new Brad Johnson, the smiling assassin, mate. <laughs> and um, I think knowing you before, you know, back in Portland, everyone knew you as that someone who had always time for everyone and smile and happy go lucky. Yeah. Um, it's a bit different on the field, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is a bit different. Um, I guess it's sort of the only time during the week where you're sort of <laughs> full on focus for a couple of hours but as soon as we finish um yeah i'm a different guy yeah. <laughs> is anyone uh, sledging and ever copped um, any ripper sledges like, oh jeez I, I don't oh tex got into me tex walker oh. got into me one day but i can't really remember what he said like <laughs> the ball moves too quick now for you to say yeah anything, so um yeah, I wish I was good on the lip, but unfortunately <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. not. <laughs> what about the Geelong, my Geelong boys up there? Are they renowned yeah, yeah, for a bit, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they chirp a bit. Um, I'm trying to think. Sydney Sydney chirp a lot as well. Um, my first game, I was coughing it a bit, actually. Yeah. Luke Parker was getting into me, oh, but really? yeah, it's it's pretty funny. <laughs> Walk off the ground and shake their hands and forget about it all at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the beauty of it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's a one. It's a wonderful thing, footy. When you you come on the ground and you you're fierce at it, and can have a beer with them. Yeah, and you mentioned on the way here, you know, big, big Stevie May caught up with him in the barber shop after a few oh, yeah. cordials. Gresh, oh yeah, <laughs> I didn't know him, but Gresh knows him. <laughs> so ran into him yesterday. Yeah, he's a big boy as well. Yeah, yeah. So, and I don't know what was because last year, I guess we can say it was a breakout year. Was quite hard sometimes. I guess I know you would keep a lid on it. You're a great bloke, but I think, geez, this pinch yourself kind of set up. This is surreal. And yeah. They're talking about me winning a 
you know, winning a B and F and making all Australian and yeah. is it quite do you ever just pull yourself back sometimes? And yeah, definitely. <laughs> From yeah, I was a gangly sort of uncoordinated <laughs> kid at fourteen years old and then um I don't know, every year's just been big. I've sort of improved every year. Yeah. Um, especially last year it was just a a big sort of a rise, um, that I wasn't expecting. It was just a whirlwind really mm. at the end of the day. But um yeah, um, because I was sort of coming out of contract and all that yeah, sort of stuff. So I was pretty stressed in pre-season. Um, I was, yeah, always had a pretty good feeling I was going to get another contract, but you never know. Like, I might have done my ACL or something. Uh. And then, you know, you sort of left in the dark. But, um, yeah, I was lucky enough to play some pretty good footy at the start of the year. And, um, yeah, locked down with the Saints for another three years. And Yeah, yeah, yeah that long-term awesome. contract. Yeah. At least on that last year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Last year, about halfway through last Jeez, year. So. I think your manager needs a pay rise. Trotty looks after me. He's a good Who man. Dave Trotter. Oh, on your Trotty. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Trotty. Um, so, <clears throat> now last year's finish. We're moving on, you know, pre-season. Just played your first game. A few changes at the St Kilda Football Club from, obviously, from personnel, coaching-wise. Yeah. How is um, Rats fitting in? Yeah, Rats is awesome. Um He's just he's just like one of the boys, you know. He's really good to sort of if you want to have a chat about anything, even just life, you can yeah. just go up to him and um, he's just a great bloke. Like you know, you might be mucking around the changing rooms. We play a fair bit of cricket in the changing rooms, and he'll come in and roll the arm <laughs> over. Robertson, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, poor that, yeah, jeez, poor Robbo. He's yeah. never played cricket since. <laughs> um, but yeah, he'll he'll come in and roll the arm over, and yeah, he's just just like one of the boys he's awesome to have around the club yeah because yeah, coaching i guess now it's a bit more than that a bit more personal and yeah it is i think yeah. it sort of changes um you know footy's just always evolving oh, exactly yeah. so um yeah it's great to have a coach like rats yeah and you're talking about the off-field side before on the way here that you know footy's not always going to be there yeah you care to share with the listeners about you know what what you're studying and what you've been doing for the last few years yeah so um before i got drafted i was actually at uni in ballarat and um i had what i do i did a couple of years of sport management and business full time so that was really good got to make some good friends down there um and then i've just been sort of doing that just ticking away at it while i've been here at the saints so i don't i don't know how long i've got left but hopefully walk out with a degree when I finish mm. footy and into a job somewhere, but I'm not too sure where yet. Mm. Are you loving the study at the moment? Yeah, yeah, it is good. It just um, sort of gets your mind off footy and, um, yeah, it's just always good to have something away from footy. Mm. I've been getting into golf a fair bit as well, oh. so, um, yeah, it's when you're out on the golf course, it sort of gets your mind away from everything and same as study, you know, you're focusing on your yeah. study and you're not thinking about who you're going to play on yeah, it's on important. the weekend and all that sort of stuff so yeah, yeah it's definitely important to have that gap get away from it and that helps with that you know surrealness we were talking about yeah it's like you know i've still got to adjust to real life in a few days a week yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it is it's it's a pretty good lifestyle it's stressful at times but yeah it's, mm. it's great fun yeah how was and speaking of changes how was richo on your influence and career especially early on um he must have showed a lot of faith in you to keep with you for those years and Give you that um, yeah, number one role. Yeah, yeah. Richo was, um, Richo was good. Yeah, he, he was sort of the one that, um, you know, he had a lot of belief in me, yeah. um, which was tough because I sort of didn't have self belief in myself at times. So, um, yeah, he was he was a good influence on 
on my career and sort of um yeah for me going into that ruck mm. role yeah and other new recruits so you mentioned everyone but one played la tracking along yep yep they're going really well so everyone played except for um zach jones the other night mm. but yeah they've fitted in really well they're just all great blokes so we've got who we got patty patty Ryder. so it's been Put awesome working with him <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i'll try to remember these um but <laughs> dan butler who else Oh, oh, Dougal Howard yeah. and there's one more. It's because you've had probably so many. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've got. <laughs> <laughs> I've stitched up one of the yeah, boys yeah. here. But, um, Hilly? Yeah, did I say Hilly? Yeah, oh. yeah he might be the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, then we've had like Ryan Abbott come in as well. Oh, he's yeah. he's going really well. Yeah, mm. Geelong boy, he's going really well in the ruck. Um, and then, you know, those burnsy and stuff that have just got drafted so um we've got a really good list at the moment it's really strong and injury free so yeah we should be set for a big year hopefully oh, at the saints i'll put you out there yeah hopefully not quite as good as the cats but <laughs> <laughs> hopefully knock them off this year uh, um so it's looking great and personally for this pre-season for you the body's good and you're shaping up well for it yeah yep the body's really good i've um i'm sitting at about 107 kegs at the moment which is the heaviest i've ever been and i'm running pbs and lifting heavy in the gym so yeah. should be set for a big year hopefully yeah. can't yeah. wait unreal yeah unreal. and why and why they call you the prospect oh mate? Gee, it's, it's actually got nothing to do with footy one time <laughs> one time i was playing um gta grand theft auto online <laughs> on the playstation and one of the boys was running a bikey gang or something and um I always sort of wanted to be the road captain or one of the good roles, but I'd always get stitched up with the shittest role, which was the prospect. So it's completely, oh, it's a bizarre nickname, but it's just stuff. Uh, Blake Akers gave me that oh, one. Oh, did he? Yeah. Shout out to Blake Akers yeah. from Australia. Yeah, shout out to Shakers. So what, the prospect, what do you have to do? What was the role? Oh, I, I can't even remember. We were just driving around this bikey gang. I don't know, killing guys. <laughs> I love GTA. You know, honestly, I just thought it was because you were the, the up and coming. Yeah, kid. yeah, that, no, that's what everyone thinks, but it's actually got nothing to do with footy. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's unreal. Um, now, Ro, lately there's been some changes to team songs. Yeah. Have you noted know that? So, West Coast. Oh, West Coast changed yeah, theirs, did they? Yeah. Birds of Tokyo. Yeah. Coming in and doing an ensemble, a nice little bit. Have you heard it? Have you listened to it? Uh, oh, I might have come across it on come Insta or something. It, yeah, yeah, it's not, not hard to. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I might have heard a few traditionalists. What do you think of the St Kilda song? Um, yeah. A bit old. Yeah. I don't, I don't mind it. I, it's, I don't mind it. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. yeah. Do you mind if maybe this might be a good platform? I think I've found the perfect new St Kilda song. What is it? Do you mind if I play it? Yeah. We, 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 Give it a go. We got, I think I've got, we've got it up on here. The beauty of technology. The lads. Boys <laughs> get the leather. Yeah. They're up. Oh, they're funny guys, those guys. They've got a chance for pretty much everyone. I would do that. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes in the gym, we'll be like lifting weights or something. One of the boys will like chuck on someone's chant. And it's really they're funny. They're, uh, they're did funny you meet guys. the boys? Did you, uh, yeah, them? I've actually met him one time. I think it was after a game. I was just having dinner across the road from Eddie Had with mum and dad and ran into a couple of them having 
beers and they actually started singing, singing the chant. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, who's parents. Yeah. <laughs> Went over there and had a chat to them. And, uh, yeah, yeah, they're, they're funny oh, guys. I couldn't imagine they wouldn't miss many games. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're diehard. <laughs> nah, that's what footy's about. Yeah. Honestly. Um, and then also last year, I'm not a little bit more serious note about you know St Kilda obviously been through some tough times not with the changes but Danny Frawley yeah and um he's unfortunate loss did you know unfortunate loss did you know Danny personally or see him around the cl- club a lot yeah um Danny yeah he was a great bloke he sort of had a big influence on me in my first pre-season really? um along with one of my mates at the club Dara Joyce who's the Irishman who's ah, come over yep. from Ireland and um those two had a really strong connection and um yeah he just he was a great bloke, like full of life. Um, you know, he'd always just be up and about around the club, and yeah, just such a sort of tragic thing. To, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, see him go, and but yeah, yeah, that's important. He's great, great man, and such a figure. And you never would imagine that something so horrific and the stuff he'd be going on. And you know, that's serious. It's important to tell people you bloody love him. Any blokes, and you know, yeah. he's breaking that stigma and. You know, anyone you don't know what they're going through. Hundred percent, hundred thousand percent, and yeah, you know, such a great bloke to do that. It speaks obviously volumes about how far we've got to go. And yeah, telling people like you don't know, tell them you love them. Tell them you know yeah. you're doing well. I love you, mate. Not you know, it's an important message. Yeah, hundred percent. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. So, mate, um, in how how do you keep the lid on it? Like <laughs> it's been such a story. It's amazing and. You know, even I bloody pitch myself. <laughs> just I think back of the days when I remember I was driving back from Ballarat and I see you. Um, I play camping out, camping out, and yeah. I think you just took the piss. <laughs> <laughs> Rowan's Rowan's shot up and he's kicked. I reckon he kicked four on a side, and I think we won by a hundred. <laughs> and then um, I'm copping a spray off chunk. <laughs> I've driven two hours from Ballarat. And actually, I didn't have my license then, so and um, yeah, and. All of a sudden, this is just happening. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great. crazy. And you're still the same great bloke, and it's testimony to you and your parents. Yeah, yeah. I think um, mum and dad, yeah, have been a huge influence. Like I was saying before, like even the amount of travel and stuff they've put in and time out of their lives to, um, I don't know, make me end up on an AFL list is just insane. And um, yeah, I, lo- I love them so much as well as Leighton and Ollie. And yeah, I'm, I'm a big family man and um they come down pretty much every week to watch mm-hmm. me play so they're awesome yeah. yeah and any other support i mean i guess you're you're single no yeah girls yeah so, so no yeah, yeah single yeah you're single yeah yeah i can't believe that <laughs> surely uh, someone's uh, snapping you up uh, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> don't know. Just jumped up. <laughs> All right, yeah, next, no, next. I have stitched up, Rowan. Sorry, right? <laughs> <laughs> moving yeah. on, Paddy. Yeah, yeah, moving on. Moving <laughs> on. Um, and then, so now, mate, you're Ruckman. Yeah. Control the game. You're, the, you're walking out the first bounce. You've just got a rev up. So imagine this in your head with the. Um, just got a rev up from the skipper, whoever it might be, Jaron Geary. You're in the dream team and. You're walking out and um, you walk to the middle bounce, you know, you know, I'm the ruck when I control this and you look to your left, you're right in your middle. Who are the three midfielders you'd love to put it down their throat? In any era, any time you love oh, watching. Oh, jeez. Um, you put me on the spot here. Um, no, no St. Kilda boys taking this to heart. <laughs> yeah. um, Hannah's. Um, who? Uh, I, I reckon Dusty. 
You'd mm. have to have Dusty in there. He's a jet. Yeah. Who else? You've copped one on the throat from him before, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I've copped numerous fendos from Dusty. Um, yeah. I don't know. Paddy Dangerfield's really good yeah. as well. Gary Ablett in his day. Probably those are the three, I'd say. They're, mm. they're all jets. Yeah. <laughs> Do you love... Yeah, oh, yeah. Two Geelong boys. Cheers, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever sit back and... I've talked to a couple of... Benny. And he just... And he froths this. He loves just... He goes, there's nothing better than seeing a tap go down a midfielder's throat yeah. and seeing them get a score off it. It's it so good. <laughs> best feeling. Best feeling ever. Oh. Especially just, yeah, putting it down their throat and then if they miss the goal, it doesn't look so good. But when you see him put it through the big sticks, it's unreal. Do you ever give it to him? Say, fuck. Yeah, you're lucky you've got me, boys. <laughs> yeah, obviously, us normal-sized people will never know how that feels like. Yeah, you, you midgets. <laughs> Now, yeah, mate, uh, just to wrap things up, mate, I appreciate your time on the show today. Quick little chat, I appreciate you taking me down here and showing me around this great facility and doing the double 305. Portland, bloody proud, mate. And, <laughs> you know, you've always been genuine to yourself and um, keep up the good work and I'm sure we can have a lemonade or two soon. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thanks, mate. Yeah, beers on, Ray. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers, brother. <laughs> Woo! <laughs>